And now let us take a moment and at least just for these moments, set aside speculating, considering the conditions of our lives just for now. And let's lift our minds to another place above these conditions and know with me there is one, one life, one mind, one presence, one power. I choose to call it that infinite reality of all things. There is only one. There is only spirit and the self-action of spirit forever and ever demonstrating the truth about itself to be abundance and health and wholeness and peace and harmony. Being all in all, I know it is all that I am. I know that I am a center of God life. My mind is a center of divine operation and I co-operate in this moment speaking my inner conviction about the truth of all being, knowing it to be the truth of me, knowing it to be the truth of each and every one of us. So I know and accept, darn it, I'm gonna announce and claim and know that this is the truth of each one of us, that there can be no absence or lack of any good necessary to demonstrate abundant fulfillment in body, health and wholeness, and I don't just claim that because I'm trying to make something happen. I claim it because it's the truth of our being and my knowing in this moment, my conviction of this truth demonstrates, demonstrates as health and wholeness. It shows up because I know it does because I know it's already present. Spirit cannot do otherwise because spirit can never be otherwise. So I accept it done. I accept it complete. I accept it abundantly, exceedingly beyond the, all that's been imagined so far because I trust this principle, because I trust the truth demonstrating itself. I let it go, I let it be. I know it done, and so it is. Mm. We're finishing up July's theme, which was speaking truth to circumstances, which is really, you know, speaking truth to power. I mean, that was, that's, I think, the phrase that you're most familiar with, speaking truth to power. But what we know is there really is only one power and one presence. And so speaking truth to power is sort of like speaking truth to pseudo power, right, earthly power. Or um, we could call it, you know, telling it like it is, right? Be, being in our truth and speaking out. And so in the beginning of the month, we talked about how conditions change, right? Conditions are always changing. The physical outpicturing is always changing, but truth is eternal. Um, we talked about surrounding ourselves and, and immersing ourselves in the quality of God because we are, that is the truth of us. We are forever surrounded by the qualities of God and they flow through us into the world as in the form of conditions when we are awake and aware to it. We talked about Last week, I, um, healing, healing and revealing. We talked about um, healing those false beliefs we might be carrying around with us, and that in itself is the revealing of truth. And so we're finishing off the month today with um, exploring what it is to be truth-filled, because we are, right? You know that we are truth-filled. We are truth-filled, light-filled, love-filled, God-filled beings. We are an activity of spirit. That's 
that's all that's happening here is that spirit has chosen to show up as individualized expressions. And that's what all life is. It is an individualized expression like waves of the ocean. They come up, they are individualized, they return to source. And that's what everything is in the physical world. It is an outpicturing, right? It is, it is multiplicity without division, right? We're still rooted in the one life, and yet we are individualized expressions. And, and aren't we gorgeous? Isn't that lovely? I just love that idea. Everything is made of the same thing, spirit, that's it. And you know what I love is that with science progressing as it does, science is now proving what the mystics have known all along, right? That everything is one thing. And science is proving in particular that we're beings of light. I love that as well. You know, in Ephesians it says, for ye were sometimes darkness, but now you are the light of the Lord. Walk as children of light. And that's what we are, children of light. I love that. The existence of the bio, uh, the, the bio photon field of us was proven way back in 1974 by Dr. Fritz Albert Popp. He knew, right, through his experiments that we emit light. And experiments recently, even more recently than 74, I think 19, no, 2006, 2009, I don't remember. Anyway, experiments as recent as that have shown that humans emit photons of light. So we are light. There is light within us. We open our mouths. Photons of light come out. Dr. Kobayashi, it was 2009. I have it right here. 2009, Kyoto University, Tohiko uh, Institute of Technology measured photons of light being emitted by humans. And he noted also that there are strong cycles and weak cycles, very much like circadian rhythms in, in, from our body, right? Sometimes we emit a lot, sometimes less so, and that it cycles around. So this idea that we are beings of light is no longer the domain of us hippies, right? <laughs> Talking about, you know, auras and energy fields, right? Scientists have finally caught up with us, yay. <laughs> and now they have proven what we have known intuitively all along, that we are beings of light. We are light-filled, truth-filled. And we forget that, don't we? We forget that we are beings of light, that we are spirits own in form. We forget it, and we can act out of false belief. We can act out of fear. We can act out of beliefs of lack and limitation. And it's all false belief. But we become hypnotized by the conditions of the world because the world will tell us those things. The world will reinforce lack and limitation. It does all the time. And the woe and ain't it awful and all that stuff you hear on the news. But Ernest Holmes said this. He said, the same mind that is in the universe, the same mind is in us. No difference. Now then, we reflect into this universal mind what we think. Practically, the whole human race is hypnotized because it thinks what somebody else told them to think. And that's really what has happened, right, as a, as a, a species on the planet. You know, we have lots and lots of presumed things that really are not truth, but we believe them anyway because that's what we've been told to believe for a long time, maybe since we were children. We can believe, we're, we're, we are free to choose, right? We have free will. So we can believe that there is a contest 
good versus evil, you know, for the soul of humankind. And in this corner, you know, the devil. Anyway, it's not truth. It is mythology. And we can believe that we are beings that have fallen from grace and we are subject to original sin. But it's not truth. It is mythology. And we can believe in dualism and dogma and superstition, not stepping on the cracks or anything like that. But none of that is truth. God is the truth to which there is no opposite. That's it. We live on a continuum. God is good all the time. There is no dualism. There is no us and them. There is none of that. God is the truth to which there is no opposite. Those qualities of God up there, peace and wholeness and happiness and joy and love, there are no opposites to that in spirit. There's only that. And we get to demonstrate as much or as little of those qualities as we embody and we believe and we demonstrate. That is our free will. And we can choose to, to only experience a little bit of love and we call it hate. But it's not. It's still one thing. It is still love on a continuum. There is no opposite. God is the truth to which there is no opposite. So what's inside of you? Right? It has to be it has to be God. It has to be those same God qualities. There was nothing else to make anything out of. Spirit is the only thing that there is. In form or out of form, it is only the energy of spirit making itself known temporarily as you, right? And then it gets absorbed back into the oneness and other things happen. Truth, compassion, empathy, love, joy. That's inside of you. That's what's inside of us all the time, whether we believe it or not, whether we accept it or not, whether we demonstrate it or not. All of those God qualities exist within us. You know that story about ordering the coffee? I think I told that a while ago. Anyway, you order coffee, right? You're up there in the front, you order coffee, and the barista gives you your, just the way you like it, right? And you turn to leave, and somebody bumps into you. Coffee spills all over the place. Why did the coffee spill all over the place? Well, that guy, right? <laughs> that oaf. You know, like I wasn't paying attention, bumped my elbow, the coffee went all over the place. No, that's not the reason why the coffee spilled all over the place. The coffee spilled all over the place because coffee what was, was what was in the cup. So what's inside of you? What's inside of you when you get jostled, when you get bumped, right? When something unexpectedly falls on you like a, a bill or a flat tire or something, what spills out of you when you get jostled? Does the truth of you spill out? Empathy, compassion, forgiveness? Or what, is, what spills out of you, maybe that the world taught you, right? You jerk, what's wrong with you? You clumsy oaf, can't you see I'm standing here? Condemnation, disgust, judgment, what spills out of you? Right? When we remember who we are, we are the light of the world. We are the light of the world. That's what Jesus told us. And when we remember who we are, we are that truth-filled being, then we respond, right? It's not just a reaction. We respond when we know who we are. We respond as the beings of light that we are, the beings of love that we are. And we respond with forgiveness. And we respond with empathy. And we respond with, with joy. 
and with love. And we forget to do that sometimes, don't we? Or is that just me? I mean, sometimes things happen, right? Our highest thought in the moment changes, doesn't it? Depending on how you're feeling, all kinds of conditions can change, it can change how we show up in the world. What is that? Um, I like totally forgot. What is it? Oh, it's that acronym. I know, that acronym, HALT, H-A-L-T. You've heard of that, right? Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. We can act out of one of those things, and we can act less than the truth of who we are. And then we're not acting out of our wholeness. We're not acting out of our truth, but we're acting from the conditions. We're just acting from those temporary conditions, you know? Someone, someone cuts me off in traffic, you know? And I get like, and I just, my highest thought in that moment is, you know, may God's great blessings rain down upon your dumb ass, you know? <laughs> and maybe that's, the, maybe that's the highest thought I have in the moment. <laughs> and then you go back to that peaceful place, right? You go back to that peaceful place. When we are that peace-filled place, we know the truth for ourselves, and we know the truth for them as well. But sometimes we take those side trips away from our wholeness, don't we? I take those little, you know, those little turnouts. I always think about going up to Julian. You know, that windy little road we take, and then there are turnouts, you know, where you can pull over and just look at the vistas. And I think of that sometimes when it's like, oh, I just took a turnout from the truth, and I'm hanging out here in a little bit of the condition for a while. But we come back to the truth of who we are. So it's our highest thought maybe in the moment, and it may not be that high. But when we get back into the truth of ourselves, we know. We know we are an outpicturing of the divine, and we know the other person is an outpicturing of the divine too. And we send them seeds of love. Ernest Holmes said, everyone, whether or not we know it or believe it, is some part of the divine life. Too often, we may hypnotize ourselves into believing that we are incomplete, or that we are imperfect, or that we are separate or isolated. And we will identify ourselves with these fantastic pictures of our morbid dreams. And that's what they are. That's what they are when we take those little side trips into not good enough. Right, not good enough, not whole enough, not, not educated enough, not young enough, not whatever. We, we fantasize about those morbid dreams. I'm, oh my God, I can't believe I'm so dumb. I can't believe this, I can't believe that. And we say them to ourselves. We'll say things to ourselves we would never say to our friends, right? Oh my gosh, sometimes we can, we can talk to ourselves so, so poorly. You know, it's like, that. <laughs> it's like that guy in the dream. Ernest Holmes talked about that dream where that giant monster is... Is, is terrorizing the person in the dream and he's getting closer and closer and he's huge and drooling and teeth and claws and everything and, and, and the man's cowering in the corner and he's like, what, am, what are you going to do to me? What are you going to do to me? And the monster leans in and says, I haven't a clue. This is your dream. What are we, huh? What am I going to do, right? It is our morbid thoughts that we terrorize ourselves with. Our practice is to create fewer of those, right? Our practice is to take fewer side trips away from the truth and to return quicker when we 
uh, when we do take those side trips, to return a little faster, a little easier to the truth-filled present moment of truth and clarity that we are. We are the light of the world. We are the light of the world. We are truth-filled beings, and we are awake. And I know we are, because you're here. <laughs> you are here. You're in this philosophy. You are learning and going deeper into this teaching of wholeness. We are wholeness regardless of conditions. We are wholeness regardless of forgetfulness. And then we go out in the world, right? And the world tells a different story. A lot of times the world tells the story of, of lack and limitation and ain't it awful and oh my God, be afraid, be afraid, be afraid in whatever, whatever way they're telling it on the 6 o'clock news this week. But we know that's not the truth of us. We know we are wholeness. And we go out into the world and a lot of people are sleepwalking through life, right? And we are awake. So, so remembering from the Course in Miracles that every encounter is a holy encounter what do you do? You, you, you stay in your wholeness. You stay in your truth. Maybe you're out there to plant seeds for those of us, you know, those, those who are out there who are asleep. Maybe that's our only job right now is to plant seeds for people who are asleep to wake them up. Remember, remember the sign? I got the sign. I brought it with me. Remember the sign? Right? When someone is at their lowest and they're yelling at you and blaming you for whatever it was that they're dealing with. And so what do you do? You lean in. Tell me more. But you know what's on the other side of that sign? And this has nothing to do with me. This has nothing to do with me. And that is how we are the healing of the world. Right? Tell me more. Tell me more about how I... I messed up your life, right? Tell me more. What you're doing is you're planting seeds for, for them. I remember, I remember going into a parking lot, and, and uh, I was, there were like just one-way lines, you know, just one way up, one way down. And I went to get into a parking spot, and somebody came the opposite way. And I thought, this is a one-way thing. What do you, you know, anyway. I went, and she went, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> and she moved, maneuvered around, maneuvered around, maneuvered, and got in the spot. And I thought, okay, you know, let me just go. And I found a spot, and I got out, and I said, um, gee, you know, she was just yelling at me. And, and I got out of the car, and I'm walking into the, the grocery store, and I said, wow, you must have had a really uh, trying day. You know, sometimes it's, we don't have good days, and that happens. And she looked at me, and she said, I was having a really good day until you came along. <laughs> And it was hilarious. And, and so I just left. And I said, oh, thank you. Because sometimes we need to do this. I said, oh, thank you. And she said, thank me? And I said, yes. I said, I, sometimes I forget how powerful I am. <laughs> <laughs> and you just reminded me how I can change your day just like that, just by showing up. Thank you so much. And, now I can walk in my power and in my truth, right? We, <laughs> we can always turn it around. But it's remembering their stuff from your stuff, right? Remembering your stuff. When you stay in your peace, when you stand in your truth, look, everybody is wrestling with illusions of separation. We all do. We all wrestle with it to one degree or another. Everyone is dealing with some level of the illusion of duality or falsely creating sides, 
right? We falsely create sides, us and thems, which don't really exist, but we create them in our minds. And sometimes we even do it, even though we're awake. Sometimes we can fall into that illusion of separation ourselves. And Ernest Holmes said this, he said, if you ever believed the stars govern you, or that your environment governs you, or that opportunities govern you. Recognize this as an hypnotic condition into which you have fallen. Right? We are the captains of our own ship. We get to decide how we're going to think about things, in what context we will think about things. Nothing outside of you can affect your vibrational frequency, your energy level of, of love and joy and abundance. Nothing outside of you, nothing in the world of conditions can affect those things unless we allow it, unless we give it the power to do so. And you know we do. We forget and we do sometimes, don't we? He made me so mad, right? She disrespected me. That flat tire just ruined my whole day. I was happy until I ran into whoever, fill in the blank, with your least favorite person, right? I was happy until we give all of those external things the power over us, and then it changes our vibrational frequency. It changes our happiness. It changes our joy. Ernest Holmes said this. He said, Jesus knew what we all must learn, that we cannot really have an attitude of dislike or hate, or viciousness toward other people without robbing ourselves of the healing power and comforting presence and divine assurance that the universe itself rests on the shoulders of love. There is nothing else. And if God is love, which we say it is, God is all there is, and God is love, then love is all there is, then we are that as well. And we're acting out of a false belief every time we act out less than that. Because we are truth-filled. We are faith-filled. We are love and light-filled. We remain in the truth, regardless of what happens around us. And I'm not saying ignore it, because I know we have in the past, right? We've all done that. La, 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 la. I'm not here and it's not hot, you know? The religious scientist in hell. I'm not here and it's not hot. It's not about denying the conditions. We're not about denying the conditions. We are about knowing the conditions are not truth and truth is higher than that. And that's where I will continue to walk. I will continue to walk in my truth. And the conditions will change around me because they always do. Conditions always change. They never stay the same. They've never, they aren't meant to stay the same. I mean, how many times have conditions changed in your lifetime, right? In different jobs, in different cities, in different places, in different, different lovers, and all kinds of things change. It changes all the time. It's meant to change. That's why it says in the Bible, it come to pass. It doesn't say it came to stay. <laughs> right? So, so what do we do? Right? To stay in that highest truth, to stay in the truth of our being, to stay in the truth of our power, to be that light in the world that we are. Well, first, remember your sign, right? Remember your sign. La, la, la. Remember your sign, right? This is, this is about them. It's not about us, 
right? When someone comes at you, when someone's blaming you, when someone's angry at you, when someone's blaming you for whatever, remember your sign. Tell me more. Tell me more. And just know what the inside is that you're looking at is, and this has nothing to do with me. Let them vent. Let them do what they need to do. It has nothing to do with you. So we can do that. Remember your sign, right? And let, and let people do what they do. Remember their outward display of anger is an inward feeling of pain. That's all people are doing when they're, when they're angry, when they're venting all over us. It is an inward feeling of pain that they are trying to relieve. It's like a pressure cooker thing, right? So when someone's bleh, you know, throwing up all over you, that's what it is. So we can respond with compassion. So the second thing, kill them with kindness. <laughs> I love this one. It's like the parking lot story, right? Oh, you must have had such a bad day. Ah, you know? And I said, oh, okay, well, have a nice day, peace, <laughs> kind of thing. There are four reactions to fear, isn't there? You know, the fight or flight reaction. Now we talk about fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. Okay, and fawn is when we just use kindness, use compassion, use kind words, it can diffuse the situation. Absolutely, like that parking lot story. Or, or the third thing we can do, we can just ignore them. If someone is spewing negativity toward us and our vibration is really high, we just wanna keep it up there. I, wanna, I just wanna stay happy all the time. Don't you wanna stay happy? I just wanna be happy and joyful and just let life unfold around me. We can ignore. The, the naysayers and the gloomy gusses and the Debbie Downers, you know, and just like, okay, just go on the way. Now, sometimes you cannot ignore it, right? Sometimes that person is your boss, right? Or your coworker. Well, so then you go back to number one. <laughs> it's not about you. It is not about you. And you can keep your vibrational energy high. And you can stay in love. And you can just offer compassion. You can be the compassionate heart in the world. And then the fourth thing is keep your mind focused on the good. Right? When someone's melting down in front of you, what do you do? You keep your mind focused on the good. Oh, I, after this, I'm going to play tennis. I don't really care what they're saying. You know, or, or whatever. The good things that are happening in your life. Count your blessings while you're standing there. You know, Enjoy the thought of the lunch you're going to be having in a little while or what the, the next thing in your life is or the, just the, count the blessings that you have while, while some neg negative thing in front of you is going on. Focus on your good. That's what we do. We focus on our good. And then our vibration stays high and, and people can just, then they can just be with who they are and do what they do and it doesn't affect us at all. Ernest Holmes said this in Spiritual Awareness. He said, effective meditation or prayer is the moment when we focus our thinking and fully accept the answer to our desire. Right? Focus our thinking and fully accept the answer to our desire. This is the, you know, I know it's done. He goes on to say, the mold of acceptance is the measure of our experience. Okay? The infinite fills all molds and forever flows into new and greater ones. Within us is the unborn possibility of limitless experience. Ours is the privilege of giving birth to it. 
We have within us a universe. We have within us limitless good. We have within us all of those qualities because we are that which thou art. We are the outpicturing of the divine, and it made itself into us in form. There is nothing else but truth in us. There is nothing else but light in us. There is nothing else but God in us. It is truth. We are beings of light and love. We are truth-filled beings who heal every situation in which we find ourselves. We are the light of the world. And that is why we're here. And that's why we come together, to remind ourselves of this truth. And then we go out in the world like little Johnny Appleseeds, and we plant seeds of love and light and joy and harmony and unity and love. I think I said love. I'll do it again. It's that important. <laughs> and we plant those seeds wherever we go. And we heal ourselves by revealing the truth of us. And then we heal the world. Thank you so much. Now, I can say what I was going to say earlier. <laughs> when I asked Patty about what the talk was, she said, standing in your truth. So I said, ah, OMFG. I've got a great song. So this is from my friend Christy. My eyes ain't used to these rays. I'm feeling exposed. But I can't hide no more, I can't hide. As the sun shines down on all of my glories, my flaws don't look so bad at all. What was I so afraid of? Every part of me is a vision of a portrait of Mona, Mona Lisa. Every part of me is beautiful, and I finally see I'm a work of art, a masterpiece. I've tried so hard to find Filling my head with lies That I'm not good enough But then a voice from Arkansas Tells me I'm perfect Now that I know the truth To show and prove That every part of me is a vision Like a portrait of Mona Lisa. Every part of me is beautiful And I finally see I'm a work of art A masterpiece Colors on my canvas. 
I'll share my picture with the world Not afraid to let it go anymore Like a portrait of Mona, Mona Lisa. Every part of me is beautiful, and I finally see you're a work of art. You're a masterpiece. Thank you. I love that. I love that. And you are a masterpiece. Isn't that wonderful? What I love about the diversity of all life is that each one of us, whole and perfect and complete, just as we are. Now it is time for um, conscious circulation. That's it. Conscious circulation is our opportunity to give back. And, and if you are giving and supporting this ministry, thank you. We are so incredibly grateful. You know, and gratitude is a great way to just go through life, right? It's another one of those truths that we are just so grateful for all the good in, in, in the universe. So if you are giving today, thank you. And, and uh, grateful that we get to do what we do here at Vision and outside in the world and the community outreach. Yeah, we're just... Just so grateful to you for the support so that enables us to do it. So if you are giving today, thank you, and, and put your gift in your hand. If you give online automatically um, through the bank system, just remember that. I want you to be conscious of it. This is conscious circulation, so remember that um, and bring it into your mind and know that good. So as we go into prayer, we are conscious of the circulation. So I know and accept that there is only one life. It is God's, and abundance is one of the qualities of God. We stand in the river of God's abundance all the time and as we awaken to this truth to the abundance of all life everywhere we see it in the natural world wherever we look from leaves on trees to blades of grass to grains of sand we know that that the the universe is filled with abundance and we are part of that we're part of that truth and so I know that abundance flows through our experience as well and we pass it on we accept gratefully and we pass forward on uh, our good great graciously and we remain in the flow forever of God's good so uh, with gratitude and thanksgiving I simply let it be and so it is
I know that miracles happen around us all the time. I know that with prayer and intention and affirmations that conditions change around us all the time, please email me and tell me what those changes are so that I can report them to the group. <laughs> Our Miracle Minute uh, right here, right now. And it's a lovely thing to share demonstrations of answered prayer with each other because it, it keeps us motivated, doesn't it? To keep going back to the meditation cushion and keep on with our spiritual work because we know this works. This absolutely works. So I don't have any to report to you this week, but email me, revpatty at visioncsl.com, and I will share with the group, and we will just keep it going. Thank you so much. And now it is time for the last word by Johnny Kirko. Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody online as well. We continue our vit uh, virtual meet and greet. Join us for a one-on-one -on -one prayer and to say hello to our um, community outside the world. I know we're all over. I know Carol's in Washington today, so we're watching from all over this country. So welcome. Also, uh, so tomorrow we start up our intuition group with Betty Brink. Where is Betty at today? There you are, Betty. Come on up and talk a little bit about your group that's starting tomorrow. Thank you. Yes, I forgot to say this last week. So starting tomorrow, Mondays, um, uh, starting at 11 o'clock, we'll go a maximum of two hours. We're going to explore ways to deepen our intuition, to deepen our connection to spirit. We'll be looking at different psychic abilities. We are going to take the first part of our meeting. Um, tomorrow's going to be a lot of organizational stuff, just finding out what people want to look into. But then we'll study a little bit in the beginning, and the second part of it, we'll practice. We'll break out into small groups and practice with each other, developing our intuition. Um, this is really a collaborative, collaborative group. You, I'm the mouth. I get up here and say, blah, blah, blah. It's not my group. We, <laughs> we are working together. We're collaborating. There's so much talent. So many people have so many different abilities and skills that they can bring to this group and teach. We are right now set up to meet in the classroom at the back here um, where the lending library is. As we grow, and I affirm this and I claim it right now, we're going to take over the sanctuary for our meetings. Yes, absolutely. Um, we're meeting in person and online. So all of you who are um, attending or want to attend online, we're going to make this a hybrid meeting and we have uh, again, we're claiming that we become experts at hybrid meetings. We're going to learn how to do this. We're going to be good at it. Does, did I mention that it starts tomorrow? We start tomorrow at, <laughs> at 11 o'clock. Thank you very much. Thank you, Betty Brink. So on Thursday evening, we have another cabaret concert. It's, it's going to be Nathan Fry and Janet Hammer right in this space here. And it, if you have not seen those two or heard those two sing, oh, my gosh. You have to be here in this room. It's going to be fantastic. We set up the tables here. You can purchase a glass to put some refreshments into it. And uh, we had a really good group here last night. I want to thank all of the teams who helped us put it together, and Ron and Diane and, and Reverend Patty, who was just working her little butt off last night, and, and Mikey and Mitch and everybody else in helping us set up. So thank you guys for all the support on that. Who? And Judy, yeah, Judy, 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 too. Yeah, Judy, Judy, Judy. Um, thank you for all your help. So Be the Change, we're continuing to talk about volunteering here at Vision and the opportunities that are available to you. We have all kinds of fantastic opportunities, and we want you to talk to Cindy Britton in regards to those so that you can uh, be a part. So today, 
we are going to celebrate another person, and today it is Reverend Lori Sheets. Reverend Lori Sheets, who is a fantastic mem uh, member of Vision. She is our reverend. Uh, she runs the Coffee Connection, which is Monday through a Friday from 8.30 to 9 o'clock. You can join that in as well. And Reverend Lori, she was also our volunteer coordinator for a little while and does all kinds of fantastic stuff. So Reverend Lori, you today are the person we're recognizing for that. Thank you. So this is our last week to join Vision. If you want to be a part of our celebration in two weeks where we're going to be welcoming in new members to Vision. So if you'd like to be a part of that, we have forms available. See Reverend Patty or myself. We'd love for you to be a Vision member and you can get to wear one of these fantastic badges and then get all kinds of spe spectacular stuff. So see us about uh, the class, uh, the, um, the program that's there. So Vision Variety Show starting on, it's going to be August 24th. If you want to be a part of that, see Eileen Hay or see my, myself, and we'll talk to you a little bit about our program we have available. It's going to be really fun. All of our members get to do different things. So you, can, you can do a magic show or juggling or you want to sing or you want to do anything like that. Come see us. We'd like to talk to you about our program. So Adopt-A-Bill is back. The Adopt-A-Bill program, as you see, it's out in the foyer. We, what we're doing in that is we put all of the bills that we have for our fiscal year out there so you can help and support that. So if you'd like to be a part of it, you can go into the lobby and t or into the uh, kitchen area and then pull off what you want to support. Bring it over to the bookstore and, and help us support us. If you're online, you can do the Adopt-A-Bill online as well, and you can give for, uh, for that program as well. Last year, we raised a, a ton of money, and we're hoping to do that again this year. So help support our very first fundraiser here. And then you get a bill, too. Here is one of our cuddly bills. So when you donate, you get a bill. You get to take it home with you. This is Bunny Bill. Bunny Bill would love to go home with you today, so please support us in our program. Reverend Patty's back next week. Her talk title is, What's Your Deal? What's Your Deal? And we have special uh, singer, uh, singers next week. Stephan Plummer and Jeanette Alexander are going to be with the band next week. Uh, um, uh, Stephan comes from, I think, Seattle, correct? Friends with Danny Achapinti here, so we, we're going to do a little bit of special uh, music with uh, both of them, so we want you to be a part of that. How about Andy Anderson today? <laughs> Andy, and Andy's always fantastic. He is, he is Mr. Vision, and I loved how he, he put the vision in the songs, too. That was, I know it was Christy. Christy Peterson did that, right? But still, wonderful stuff. So hospitality, right after our celebration today, we're going to sit around and have some meals if you want to be a part. Also, next week is the Cooley, cook, Chili Cook-Off. You say that three times fast. So if you'd like to be a part, thank you. If you want to be part of the Chili Cook-Off, uh, see um, uh, Larry Paris or Janet inside of our kitchen and sign up for uh, our program. And I know there's also going to be a barbecue, so if you want to bring burgers or hot dogs and all kinds of stuff, there's sign-up sheets available. I'm going to be sending a, a reminder in the e-newsletter this Wednesday as well. So join us. Thank you very much. And we're going to stand up right now because we have affirmations to claim are the truth of us. And we're going to say them together. We're going to ground in the truth of them and know them as us. You ready? You with me? Let's do this. I speak truth and love with confidence. I take time to dream without limits.
The world needs my light, and I am happy to shine. I love that. Number three, let's say it again. I want to hear that, that energy in that. You ready? The world needs my light, and I am happy to shine. Oh, I just love it. Uh, practitioners and ministers, come to the front. Get ready for prayer, and then we will pray out. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. After we sing, we're gonna, we have these lovely beings of light here that are ready and willing to pray with you. So just come up, introduce yourself, and just ask, hey, prayer. That's why they're up here, so you know who they are. Let us pray. Giving great thanks for this day, knowing it is all God and it is all good. I understand, I know, I believe, I accept, I embody, and I demonstrate the truth through me and as me. And what I know is true for me, I know is true for every individual, that we are the lights of the world, that we are demonstrating our God qualities wherever we are. We shine our light and we heal not only ourselves, but the people around us. Like lighthouses on an island, we don't run around trying to heal boats. We just stand and we shine in our place. And the people are attracted to us for our love, our compassion, our truth, our beauty, our love. And I give great thanks for this. I know it is true. I simply let it be, and so it is. So it is.